This is episode 24 with Lexi Katie. Lexi is my videographer for Forward Clothing and a super talented artist slash creative videographer here in Nashville, Tennessee. In this episode, Lexi explains and tells us where her love for film and videography came from and how her journey in the freelance space has taken off over the last year. She talks about the biggest hurdles that she's experienced, where she does more to have fun and live a happy life, how she balances her relationship with her fiance and work, and basically just why people are afraid to chase their dreams and how she chases hers and what she hopes people take from her work. I'm super excited to share this episode with you because Lexi is such a fun and energetic person and for any freelancer out there, I guarantee that you can benefit from this episode and you can connect with Lexi on any social media platform and ask her questions about how she got started and where she's going. So without further ado, I introduce to you Lexi Katie. to get you on the podcast for a while. Obviously, you film all of my podcasts. We're not going to film today. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, why don't you give us a little background about how you got into the whole videography space, um, film, and all that stuff. Okay, well, cool. First off, it is weird not filming these, and thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I've been a videographer for the past six years, I want to say, professionally and on my own, um, just a little over a year full-time, which has been super exciting. Uh, It's kind of funny how I got into film. I used to want to be an actress, so I moved out to LA, and I was doing all the auditions and acting classes and spending way too much money on headshots (laughs) and workshops and all this stuff, and um, I was just 18 years old, and I was getting super stressed and frustrated, and my acting coach... um, He's awesome. His name was, uh, well, he's still alive. His name is Anthony Montez. He's great, but um, he could tell I was getting really frustrated and kind of like losing my excitement. So he was like, Lexi, you should just, you know, create your own stuff, you know, write some scripts and maybe start a YouTube channel or something like that. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't really understand because this was back in 2012. I didn't really understand that people had YouTube channels. Like I just thought, you know, people would post music videos or like um, a viral video if their cat did something funny. I didn't know that. YouTube back then wasn't what it is today. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I started just like looking up uh, YouTube videos and skits and stuff like that. And then I saw like vloggers and stuff. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it. And I did and I loved it. And um, so I would have my acting friends over like once a week and we would write awful random small scripts <laughs> just so we could all be on camera and horrible audio and everything so I'm I, sure it was fun though it was so much yeah. fun oh my god some of the best times and like most I've ever laughed but um each video I would you know want to spend more time on the editing and then um once I could afford it I wanted to buy a new camera and then I'd have my friend Chris film a couple and like lighting would be horrible and like I would want to make it better and better so I just started accumulating more and more equipment and uh shortly after I would say six months after I started my YouTube channel um I would just film videos for other students and give it to them for their reels and stuff like that that's kind of where the love came from yeah I totally fell into it and then um 
after, you know, doing the whole LA restaurant grind, I was like, you know what, I want to go to school for this and finish. So um, I applied for some colleges in LA and I got into a couple of them, but super expensive and I was still considered out of state. So um, I reached back into um, some of my old applications that I had applied for back in high school. And there was a small school in St. Louis that I still had a scholarship for, uh, for doing the Miss Colorado Teen USA pageant and they <laughs> gave me a great scholarship and they even added on to do uh, YouTubing for their university so I it's kind of meant to be yeah then I YouTube for my university once a week and got a great scholarship and they had a brand new film program and all this equipment and um, I finished in two and a half years wow so how old were you when you moved to LA to pursue acting 18 wow. right out of high school dang yeah that's yeah. Nerve, that's very nerve-wracking. Yeah, but at the time, you think you're all old and yeah. sophisticated, and you feel <laughs> so ready. So, Man, I thought I was old when I was 18. Now I know. I'm almost 30, and I'm like... <laughs> I know. I cannot believe it. it's like, what, six or seven years ago I was 18. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. It's freaky. So do you miss acting? No. And that is like the craziest thing. Because you thought swallow. it was probably going to be your whole life. Yes. Yeah. And I like, when I went back to college to study acting I was like you know what maybe like I can you know write films and direct them and then be in them kind of like um kind of like uh Bradley Cooper or right. you know just different people that are you know doing that well, one and day maybe you can yeah <laughs> and so but that was always going to be in my back pocket but like now working here and we'll do casting and I'll be writing a script I have absolutely no desire which is so weird and it was kind of something I couldn't get over for a mm -hmm. while because like I I'm I never want to be a quitter but it was like one of those things where it's like I'm totally not quitting I just fell in love with something else right. or like but it's still in the same realm so it's yeah you're kind of getting your fix like for me I thought coaching and football was my gonna be my entire life yeah. but then I realized that I love clothing I love fashion and I can create my own clothing brand yeah. and still be involved in some way with sponsoring Somehow, an athlete or, yeah. or doing some kind of form like that. And so it's kind of funny how things change, but you still get your fix yeah. from what your first love was. Totally. And isn't, isn't it weird putting all your eggs in like a new basket? <laughs> like it's like, this it's is scary. so weird. It is scary. I think part, of, you... part of me sometimes still though is like, Mm, I feel like I could do that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. get this link. I'm like, no, 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 stay focused on what you're doing. Yeah, well, that's what I yeah. love about script writing because, like, if I, like, see something or I'm, like, so interested in a new topic or whatever, I'll, like, research and write, like, a little script about it. So I feel like, weirdly, I get to, like, dabble in every industry or something yeah. like that. It's weird. Well, I mean, you get to get your uh, clothing fixed with me. So. Yes, yes. And if anybody's out there looking for some awesome videography work, Lexi Oh, well, is thank your girl. you. Thank she, you. She crushes it for me. Um, what would you say has been your biggest hurdle with breaking into, um, you know, I don't want to say the film industry, but I'll, because I know you're freelance and you kind of do your own, yeah. you have your own schedule. What's been the biggest hurdle, I guess, with breaking into the industry, but also doing your thing? Breaking into the industry has kind of, well, it's all happened kind of so fast, so I haven't I've been lucky enough where, you know, when I had only two or three clients, that felt like a lot to me because I was so new right. Um, and right out of college. Um, and it, then it just kind of snowballed. And that's one great thing about Nashville that I love so much is things snowball out here and there's so much opportunity in the city for not just musicians, but everyone else. Um, 
and everyone kind of knows everyone and it's such a word of mouth very small, vibe small here. Town. Yes, it's such a small town. So I've been so lucky where, you know, I'll have, I haven't had to pay for any marketing just yet because I'll have an artist, she'll post a video um, and then one of her friends, I'll check my Instagram and I get Instagram messages. Yeah, that's how we met. Your friend yes, messaged me like, that and, is how we met. and I was like, you know what? That's the first person that messaged me. So I'm going to give this person a shot. That's and so true. I think we're coming up on our one year because I was in Houston. I remember when we did our phone call and I'm about to go to Houston again. Has to, it been one year? It's a, we're that's crazy. On our one, cheers awesome. to our one cheers year. Our Nespresso's. <laughs> yeah, we're having Nespresso's. It's early. It's early. people. Oh. Um, but yeah, so breaking in, I don't want to say hasn't been hard because it is because, you know, the more clients you get, I think just improving as I go because I'm still an artist too. So, right. you know, my video keeps getting better and better as I hope it would. Um, but I think the biggest hurdle in my first year has been time management. Oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. You know, not having somebody telling you what to do at all times has been amazing. But at the same time... Um, you, know, you can get lost in the day. You can get yeah. lost in the day from meeting with clients and stuff. And then, you know, it's great. And I want everyone to be my best friend just because I'm a people person. But I'll go to a meeting and two hours later, I'm like, Lexi, Katie, like you cannot start talking about The Bachelorette after your meeting. <laughs> like you can, but like at the same time. You've got to save that for you and Austin <laughs> yeah, on Monday night. You've got to do other things. <laughs> and then um, editing too, especially uh, my fiance, he's a musician, which I know, Joey, you know, but um, for your audience... And he'll be out of town on the weekends, uh, you know, which sucks. But then I just, I become a zombie in my editing room and I get a lot done. But at the same time, I need to be a human and go out. And Interact with people. Yeah, and... go see a friend at a yeah. show or mm -hmm. go support other people. So I think time management has just been the hardest thing for me because, you know, you can do, you can't do it all in one day. And I mm -hmm. need to keep reminding myself that. That's such a great point because I feel like time management for me sometimes slip like I've gotten better um and I think it starts with for me getting up earlier and starting my day yeah sooner um like today like you today so early. yeah like today um getting my workout knocked out before <laughs> seven thirty. you know like yeah. it's crazy how much more time in the day you can create by being better at time management yeah so that that's a great point do you have any advice for anyone that's starting out? You know, as you said, it's only been what, like a year or so for you, Yeah. but like things are going well. And I think that that's a tribute to the quality of work you do. And I also, one thing I like about working with you is that you're proud of your work, but you also can take feedback like, Hey Lex, will you fix this? Or will you fix that? Yeah. It's like, yeah, absolutely. So I think being able to openly communicate with your clients is huge. Yeah. Well, but. and that's the thing too is, um, yeah, it's crazy that you said that because I think that's the biggest thing and I can tell like clients will get nervous if, you know, they want something to be changed. But at the same time, um, I think my best advice would be that actually is, you know, this is your client's video and, you know, it's for them, not for you. Like, of course, you're going to have something nice to put on your website, but you want them to love it because most of my clients have come back to me three or four times again and, you know, they're spending a lot of money on video which you right. know for some people is hard to budget out and you know it's kind of a luxury I like to say so you know you want them to love it so if that takes you a couple more times in the editing room to get it perfect and a lot of times it's nothing crazy where I have it's never been something where we have to completely reshoot the video so and a lot of times it's not even about you you know people are very self-conscious seeing themselves on camera let alone 
interviewing on camera, yeah. you know? And so, you know, it's something like, oh, you know, I said, um, or I fidgeted or I have a double chin in that shot. I get that a lot <laughs> with my artists. I learned that the they have better chin. sides. So, um, just make it all about them. Um, and they'll feel very comfortable and right away be like, Hey, you get a free, I always do a free round of revisions, like mm -hmm. the first round, because some people might, you know, keep watching themselves over and over right. and they obsess. So I'm like, get them all to me, this first one. And then after that, I'm, you know, however much to change. And For sure. I think that's great advice. I think that's one thing you do really well. Again, you know, I like that's the one thing I appreciate about working yeah. with you is that you are flexible with, with tweaking things here and there. And, um, you know, I'm sure sometimes I'm not, you know, I, I like to think that I'm comfortable with oh, the camera. Yeah. So I, I just, it's like, oh, well, it's not gonna be perfect. And sometimes I don't think you want it to be perfect. The little slip ups or the little yeah. little things here and there can kind of make a video even better. Yeah, that's true. Well, and you especially, you know, you have your brand and your vision and I try to match branding too. But um, with you, when we first met, you hadn't done a lot of videos. So I knew like, you know, let's do a couple. And like, I would give you a couple different options because I want you to like pick what you like and then right. kind of go from there because you know, this is your clothing company, your vision. <laughs> I'm just popping in to capture it for a hot second and make a video. So. But you, you are great with it, like input too. That's yeah. one thing I would say from the other side for any, anybody trying to get into doing what you do is, you know, provide good input. Yeah. for your clients and that's what you do yeah and, like, and you're great because you take it a lot of clients will be like no nah, i want this and yeah. of course it's their video so i'm like yeah you're right but like and it's, sometimes it's hard you know as for myself like even with my graphic designer it's like look all right this is what you do really well yeah i have a good idea of what i want but sometimes it's i've got to let go of the rain and let him take control you yeah. know that's yeah. tough but well thank you you're welcome so where do you see your film and videography going in the next few years and, and on down the line. I know you said you're writing right now. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to stick to doing more of the freelance like music videos, weddings, things like that? Or do you see yourself going more towards like film? Yeah, the end goal is uh, definitely film, but I love music videos so much because in my mind they can be like little mini short films. So just to keep doing what I'm doing. I love working with independent artists, especially I've kind of found a niche for that uh, because, you know, moving to Nashville, you have a song that, you know, you're so passionate about that you wrote in your bedroom three years ago and now you're in this huge city. And of course you probably can't afford a $20,000 music video. Yeah. Um, but to tell those stories, sometimes those are the best for me because they're the most authentic, but I, I definitely want to always stay in the music video game. I love it so much. Um, and then moving into film, uh, I wrote my first feature film, so I'm working right now to get investors and develop that a little bit more. So it's already done. You already yeah. wrote it. Yes, but I mean, I wrote it, but there's been quite a few rewrites. So I'll probably have one or two more of those um, just because I like to get that input yeah. and like have people question things that may not make sense to them. So That's awesome. hopefully in five years have my first feature complete you and will. moving on to film festivals. You will. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, the first one you get into, I'll, I'll be there. Heck yes. Um, what's the film that you, the first film you had right out of college that did really well? Yeah. Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head. It's called um, Crowning Change. Yes. Uh, the Aaron O'Flaherty story. Yes. Um, it was my senior thesis film and it was the story I used to do pageants, as I kind of mentioned earlier, but um, I did the Miss Missouri pageant in college, 
and I didn't win. I didn't even place. Um, I didn't, I mean, I didn't do very well, but it was a really fun experience. And the girl who won was actually the first openly gay Miss America yeah. contestant. Mm -hmm. And uh, we became really, really good friends. And I had like a one week I had like a video project due. And, you know, I followed her year after she had gotten crowned. I was going into my senior year in college. And uh, she blew up overnight. CNN, Good Morning America. So did you know, like, when you were following her, like, I'm going to capture a lot of this? Uh, not yet. So after the pageant had won, um, you know, I went home. I was bummed that I hadn't won. I was at probably McDonald's the next day because there's this swimsuit competition. But um, she was basically <laughs> going viral overnight. and it Getting was that sausage in the griddle. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, months without one of those. Um, and so... She was blown up overnight, getting ready for Miss America, and I mean, it just seemed to me like it was so cool to see somebody from a small town in Missouri, right. uh, you know, making waves and headlines, and you know, being a trailblazer for being the first openly gay Miss America contestant. And so I went to school, and I got it was going into my second semester, and she wasn't very present online as she was like around the Miss America contest, but I had like a little week project, and I wanted to interview her, so. We went for lunch, or I think I gave her I gave her a phone call, and then we met up for lunch, and um, I had talked to her, and she was going through a lot, and I was like, ah, oh, I feel so weird just having her be like a one-week, you know, two-minute mm -hmm. video project, and, you know, after we had talked, I went home um, for Christmas break, and I just thought about it, and then I reached out to her again, and I was like, hey, girl, I have to do this senior thesis film, and I, because of our meeting, I want to do a doc, and I want to do it on you. Um, would you be okay with that? And she's very introverted, so she was like, um, send me more information. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> so I had a lot, I made her like this whole little PowerPoint and like pitched it to uh, her. And, um, cause she had been through a lot, you know, I mean, yeah, being for sure. openly gay, yeah. she had a lot of haters and, you know, it really, really messed with her. And, you know, she was going through a rough time. I'm surprised Ellen didn't like give her a call. I know. Ellen actually did share um, some of her stuff and so did her mom oh, really? and Ashton Kutcher. Like That's awesome. it was insane. And so, um, you know, we uh, had talked and then she had quite a few events coming up and she was going to be um, a keynote speaker at the human rights campaign um, event time to thrive uh, on Capitol Hill in like four months. And I was like, we're doing that. That's going to be the climax of your film. So, I got a Kickstarter that together, sweet. raised like about $9,000, and we got a little film crew together and flew everyone out there uh, to film it for two and a half days. We filmed like all of her family and friends in the hotel there, and it it did great. And we it's still doing good, Yeah, right? we just had our last film festival, I think, in January. So, God, it's it's been a little bit now, like six months yeah. or so. But I mean, we were just talking time flies. It does but, fly. So it's not, that's not that long ago. But, but that's awesome. Yeah, so that definitely lit a spark. And I was like, I can do this, you, you know. Can. So it was really cool. I feel like you just have to, like, put your head down, yeah. work on it, and, and trust that you're capable of creating something. Yeah. And once you do it, it's like, all right. Just goes from there. Exactly. And I've kind of like learned, I feel like no one really knows what they're doing until they're doing it. <laughs> so I was just messaging on Instagram last <laughs> night with, um, this guy has his own clothing brand and you know, he's like, you know, I would give you the normal answer cause I asked him how it was going and he said, I'd give you the normal answer, but it's kind of dead. And he's like, do you have any advice or anything? And I'm not like majorly successful or anything of that nature. you know, I'm, I've had some success, but not a lot. And yeah. You know, I just told him, I was like, look, you just got to find your system. 
Like, there's no right or wrong way. Yeah. You know, and, and if you can, you know, they have a cool brand. And um, I was like, just, just find your system. There's no amount of shirts that you should order. There's no amount of hats that you should order. There's nothing that says you have to do it this way or that way. Just yeah. find what works for you and just perfect it each time. Yeah. You know? Get better and better. Get better and better. So, you had mentioned your fiance, your recently engaged fiance and you, um, yes. Austin. And Austin's been on the podcast before. But something I was curious about, and I think you guys do it very well, um, you know, how do you balance your relationship together when, you know, he's a musician, he's traveling all the time, like you said, and you're kind of always on the go because you're, you're your own boss, you're yeah. doing your thing. How do you balance all that and still manage to have a very good relationship? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would say we just keep very involved in each other's lives. Like, I'm lucky enough with what I do with videography. I do, I do not go on the road with him nearly as much as I could or Unless should. you're getting proposed to. <laughs> yeah, no, unless I'm getting proposed to. Or, like, you know, I tell people I kind of pick the good cities, like Vegas and stuff yeah. like that. But when he goes, no offense to Des Moines, if anyone's from Des Moines, I'm just picking a random city or Branson <laughs> or something like that. Um, if I have stuff to do, I will kind of hang back. And watching our dogs, too, pet sitters are so expensive. So yeah. I'll stay back. But, um, you know, people say, don't talk about work when you're at dinner and stuff. But, like... Why not? You know, we both have so much going on and like, I want to know what's exci- like exciting him at work mm-hmm. or like if he wrote a new song or, you know, I, yeah. I don't want to just turn that off and stare at each other and talk about what's on TV tonight. You, I feel like, you know, there's a, I feel like I talk about my work a lot because it's a lot of what I do Yeah, and I've noticed that I need to kind of pull it back a little bit and talk about more than just work. But do you find that you guys talk too much about it or... No, not really, because Austin's very, like, honest, and, like, if I start talking about a video, like, he's not a videographer, so he doesn't know that much, so I'm like, I, I'll fill him in, but I can immediately tell when he's, like, kind of over it or kind of bored, so then we like, like, see, all right, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, because once I get, like, involved with, like, settings of cameras and, like, outlines, like, it just kind of goes over his head, and so, but yeah, we'll, like, touch on it or talk about things, and then, uh, you know, we've got kind of a lot going on so we can kind of like hit our bases but yeah I don't know I think just staying very involved and even if it's not your passion but like if it's the person you love loves something like if he loves golfing like I am the worst golfer in the world (laughs) and have never played a day in my I've been to top golf and putt putt but like you know ask him how it was how his friends are doing and stuff like that because like if you love that person that much you know you should care about it a little bit or something or at least try to so just try to stay involved in each other's lives why do you think it's hard for some people to go chase after what they really want to do Ooh, i i don't know exactly but i think i know um (laughs) (laughs) i don't know exactly but i think (laughs) yeah because like i i dealt with this too this past year this this is kind of my theory is you know once you give up quote unquote everything, the nine to five job, the the college scholarship your parents want you to take to go to an art school instead or whatever. The moment you give something up or try something else and do what you want to do, it's really scared or scary feeling like if you go all out in that new category or in your dream that you're going to fail. So like, I guess what I'm trying to say is 
if you do become a full-time videographer and you quit your other job and you're going all out and it still doesn't work, you're really going to feel crummy, you know? And I think this past year, that was kind of a thing I had to go through. Um, So like putting things off and stuff like that, because if you're not all in, you can have an excuse. If you're like, oh, well, I'm working this other job too. And like, I'm doing this and I'm doing so much. So, you know, like... Gives you an excuse yeah, to say, it gives like, you an excuse. well, I'm not performing at the best because... Yeah, yeah, or, like, if some... Hopefully no one's on your back, but if somebody's, like, checking in or, like, you know, you feel like you're not making enough money, you can, like, blame it on other things. So I think... Basically the fear of fa- failure. Yeah, 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 or not being all in. Or not being all what, in, yeah. Or that's why people don't want to follow their dreams because if they are all in on something that they've dreamt about their entire life and they still don't succeed... That's scary. And that's, yeah. And it's hard. I, I'm sure I, I've thought about that too. Like, what if I don't succeed with my clothing, right? Yeah. But you did everything you could. Like, yeah. and that's the hardest part, you know? I mean, I can't even imagine how I always think about this around the Olympics, you know, mm-hmm. and they're at trials or whatever. And you see them and you're like, holy smokes, they dedicated their entire life to this. And then Nasty Lucan falls on the bar, the yeah. bars. Like, that's heartbreaking, yeah. you know? No one wants that to happen. You know what? Then. I think something I've, because I've thought a lot about it, like, what if it doesn't work out? And for me, I think I've come to peace with, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it does work out, but if yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't mean that I'm a failure, it just yeah. means that there's something else out there that I probably should be doing, yeah. not this. Well, and, you know, I, I, it'll be hard for sure, yeah. but I think at the end of the day, if if you have the things that mean the most to you in your life, and you can still wake up and, and be happy, that's what matters. Yeah. Well, enjoy something you're so good about with like relationships and everyone you hire and talk to and involve even, oh, I forgot to say, but what's the guy who does your t-shirts? What was his Robbie. name? Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. Oh, I, I came to film him and Robbie like designing shirts one day. Like they are, you would think that they like go way back and went <laughs> to like college together and surf together. Like, he makes it easy though. Yeah. No, but you and Robbie, like, you know, whether your career works out and not just you, but anyone like you're so good at focusing on not just the end goal and like the money or whatever. It's like the day to day routine and having a good time with the people you're working around. Like, I feel like if anything ever didn't work out, you would still be so proud of this like era of your life. And like, I want to take that in with my career. Like say, I just can't cut it as a videographer in five to 10 years, but like I know I had so much fun working with all my mm-hmm. clients or something like that, right. but you are so great about that. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's really I try cool. to. I mean, I there's definitely days that are, you have lows, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I try to because I, my whole thing is, you know, I, I want to, you know, if someone doesn't like me, you know, if you asked me a couple years ago, I'd probably be like, yeah, you know, that would be tough, but you know, some people just aren't going to like you. Some people are. Yeah. And, and my mantra is like, I want to wake up every day and, and if someone meets me, I want them to be like, man, I like that guy. Yeah. You know, and if they don't, that's on them. It's not on me. Oh yeah. So. No, Joey has a line like down the street, especially this time of year, um, <laughs> in 12 South, which is like the place to go in the summer. And he remembers people's names when they walk back by, he fist bumps everyone. Like he gives like everyone <laughs> advice on like not only life, but like his favorite like places in Nashville and people love it. It's uh, awesome. Well, it's so you, cool. Lexi. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, that, that's, you gotta have fun because if you don't have fun, then <laughs> yeah. you're not, to me, you're not really living. And, and it's funny that you bring all that up because my next question is how do you do more to have fun and live a happy life? 
Oh gosh, but what I'm doing is fun. So I feel like I'm always pretty happy. Um, I truly, genuinely love what I do so much. Um, so it's cool. I have like a week, my first weekend off like all summer and it'll be probably my only weekend off for a while um, is next weekend and there's a 48 hour film festival in Nashville and it's my first year I can do it. So I'm, I'm signing up, I'm making a little team and I'm so excited because uh, the 48 hour film festival for those of you guys who don't know, um, you get a team of filmmakers together and actors and you go, you sign up, you draw a genre or subgenre. They have like westerns, musicals, Christmas films, uh, silent films. You just don't know what you're going to get. They give you characters you have to include in your script and lines. And you have 48 hours. Sounds incredibly difficult. It is. It, like, it's so stressful, supposedly. I haven't done one yet, so I'm very excited to throw myself so, so into the adding, fire. Adding some stress on a you know non-stressful yep, weekend. Throw, but, you know, it's good, and I love it so much, and I'm such a film geek, and, like, that's where it's kind of cool. You know, you know, you know you're in a good place in your life when on your weekend off you throw yourself to, into you know, a workshop or something right. to get even better just because you love it. And I get to be around other filmmakers in the city, which is super fun. And um, I, I feel like that's how I know I'm happy and doing I love that. in the right area of life. So I'm super excited chasing, about chasing that. Chasing what you want. Yeah. That's how, that's how you do that. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I hope you win. Me too. That would will. be so cool. You're going to do great. There's a screening the following week. If our film's good, I'll invite you. Yeah, let me know. I will, I will if you don't hear anything, I rolled over and am so devastated. If there's one word to describe how you live, what would that word be? Oh, gosh. Um, hmm. One word? As you can tell, Lexi had no idea about any of these questions. No, what, what's your one word? I have two. The first one that always comes to mind, and maybe it's just more so this year, is patience. Ooh. Because, you know, with me getting a store and wanting yeah. to really grow the brand, and I have all these like crazy visions with it, I always remind myself, like, look, you still are just, you know, a mobile retail store. Yeah. You're still working that way, and you just have to be patient, you know, in a world where everything's so instant, you know, gratification. Yeah. Not that I can't scale my brand quicker these days, because I can, and I'm hoping I will, but being patient for me has been yeah. important, because it teaches me to not only try to live more in the moment, but also stay focused on the path that I'm heading. That's awesome. I, there's, I mean, it's not a word, but there's like a quote that I've like lived by like since like 2010. We, we can tweak it. It can be a quote. Yeah. It's not even a full quote. Well, kind of. <laughs> it's uh, you can't connect the dots looking forward only backwards. And that's by Steve Jobs. And I love that because like so many days I'll be like, you know, why did I get this job? Or, you know, not even yeah. that, but like, you know, you're just stressed and you're like, you know, but like everything I think leads up to like a big thing and you look back, but you, you know, I had to do all of those like really cheap slash free videos right out of college to be where I am today. Yeah, to like, get... Why did I do those? But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're so stressed at the time, but you have to grow so you can get somewhere. And I don't know. That's just one of my favorite clothes. Yeah. Ironically, it's moving forward, you know, forward clothing. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I set but, that up. I planned for that. Yeah, she did. She did. <laughs> it's funny. No, I feel like, uh, you know, more recently for me, there's things in, in my past where I'm like, 
why didn't I do this or that? Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of like dwelling on it, I think I've come to a realization like, okay, well, I can do those things moving forward. Yeah. You know, I can't sit and change the past, but I can learn from it and yeah. grow and, and push forward and change it in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of the mindset I'm moving forward with. Look at us. That's amazing. Look at us. <laughs> what do you hope people take away um, from the work that you create? Whether it's a fan, a viewer, or one of your clients. I just want everyone to connect with the work I do. As corny as that sounds, um, I do this thing with my clients. I mean, everyone comes in and has their vision for their music videos, but like, I always just kind of pray that they, you know, want to move people with their videos or tell a story or, you know, we're all here to connect and relate. And some of my favorite music videos are the ones I, we get to tell a really cool story or get people to say, wow or tear up um my latest video i just did for a client his name was spencer jordan and um his song was a love song or it it was originally a breakup song um where it just sounded like you know he doesn't see her anymore because she dumped him that's how he had written it as but um when i first heard the song i was like oh my gosh this sounds like you know a guy who hasn't seen a girl he's in love with because maybe she passed away mm-hmm. so we did this store this beautiful like almost PSA um this girl gets in a car wreck and like it was just we the best feedback I'd gotten on a video and it's so beautiful and you know you don't always have to just be singing in different locations really beautifully you know you can add a story or you know right. touch people and I that's what I hope with every client, like I want them to go deeper with their music videos. And well, I think you do a great job with it. I mean, every video that I've seen you create, there's a clear, you know, vision and story behind it. And I know it's not all you and there's a client yeah, that helps yeah. that, but you do a great job of bringing it to life. And yeah. that's what's great about video. You know, yeah, you can tell so those stories fun. and stories are important. Yeah. So without, I, I mean, think about it without stories, what, what can we talk about? Yeah, no, I know. And that's why that's why we even love like the little viral cat videos because we're like, oh my God, I have a cat. That could be my cat. Yeah. Like video connects so many different right people. Here? And there's, yeah, I think that was in my subconscious because my cat just walked by. But yeah, I just want everyone to kind of go deeper and, you know, think about things and, you know, want to share a story and like move people. Right. Everyone I work with. I mean, it well, can't always be that, but you know. Right. But I mean, you know, majority of the time that's, yeah. that's your goal and yeah. that's a, that's a great goal. So before I get to the last question, um, you know, like I said, Lexi and I have worked together now for, as she pointed out, a year. She does tremendous work. She's great to work with. She's <laughs> kind, cool, uh, a lot of fun. Where can we find you on social media or for anybody that's looking for some video work? Yeah, uh, social media is probably the best way. I do have a website as well. Um, my Instagram is at Films by Lex. And then my website is just LexiKady.com, L-E-X-Y-K-A-D-E-Y.com. Um, and then, yeah, basically awesome. socials. Well, I can't <laughs> recommend you enough. Well, thank you, Joey. I always promote you when I can um, because you do great work. Thank so, you. And you're, and you're a cool person. How do you want to be remembered? Ooh. You know I always end with other people. I know. This is like so deep. I immediately like just thought of my like gravesite. <laughs> so morbid. <laughs> well, let's not think about that. But, but yeah. Um, just awesome. So fun to be around. Just I want people when they think of me to just smile and be like, 
can't really cuss on this, but eight. Mm-hmm, heck does. yeah. Hell yeah. She was the S-H-I-T. Like, I just <laughs> want to be fun and, like, remembered and, like, yeah, I did cool and hopefully really cool and amazing things. But, you know, I, I don't know. I just want to be a good friend, a good mom one day, a good wife, just a fun person to be around. That's awesome. Who is a little artistic, you know. Well, I can tell you're you're bubbly and you're you're a lot of fun to be around. So thank you. I can say that you're you're the shit. Thank you. So I'll say it since you didn't. I did it. <laughs> I know, but you know what they say. You, you know how it's sad. Like when people pass, they don't know how. Like you know, it's cool to like talk about stuff like that before sure. people aren't here anymore. So. Absolutely. Well, Lexi, I appreciate it. I had well, a lot of fun. Thank you Hope so you much, Joey.